0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I am Alexandra. I'm Diana. And yeah, how's everyone doing this week?
1: I'm good. I can't believe this is episode twenty
0: i know we made it <gasps> guys thank you guys for sticking with us this long we've got it we've, we've got there 20 weeks guys consecutive 20 consecutive weeks can you believe it's that? a lot
1: wow wow
0: it's it good
1: is. though look i providing topics every week as well endless topics we always literally and like how
0: are most of our episodes two hours long I know. This thing, we, we just chat, chat, chat. Like, we're just providing you guys with all the content. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so welcome, guys, to episode 20. <laughs> and we yeah. hope that you are all well. How has your week been, Diana?
1: Um, it's been good. I've just been so busy, like, busy doing not much, to be honest. <laughs> or just doing the same kind of stuff. Like, I haven't really felt the pressure to be out, out doing. All the bits just because everything's open. Because the rain is just not my friend. I I refuse to leave my house (laughs) unless I have to while it's raining. Uh, I've
0: been trying my best to... Mm. I've been trying my best to be out and about. I haven't really done much this week. It was more last week. Yeah. Um and i've had plans for this week but they're getting (laughs) cancelled but that's okay because i'm working and i kind of need the days to be doing like doing bits with my portfolio and stuff anyway so Mm -hmm. it's okay it's not too bad but um yeah Yeah. like and just my money
1: yeah
0: (laughs) yeah that's all i can say but it's okay like i'm sorry this life is for me to enjoy
1: it is <laughs> and that's all I've got
0: to say I know. it's for me to enjoy um uh yeah so no actually uh, I've got an update for you so oh. guys because I because I'm trying to you, you guys know that I'm trying to be traveling yeah so I thought like I'll inquire about seeing if I could get this COVID vaccine so first I so first I went on the website tried to see if I could sneakily book mm. um, and then it just keeps saying that I'm not eligible um, okay so then I go and then it says that you can call a number so I called the number and just asked the question I was just like oh I've got an underlying health condition which is not a lie I do I do have asthma mm. but like clearly don't but they all... don't care about these <laughs> they don't care about these asthma dons out here they don't care <laughs> they about don't. us We're like, suffering. clearly Literally, so I was just like, you "No, know what, let me just... It's still an underlying health condition and even when you look at the underlying health conditions, asthma is there. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can use my asthma as an excuse to... Not even an excuse, as a reason for me to yeah. get this COVID vaccine. So... I did that call the number anyway they just said oh um call your gp they should be able to like trigger it on the system so you'll be able to book online Mm. so i was like okay then so i did that called my gp blah 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 they wrote it down went to ask the question okay the next day i get a phone call in the morning like 9 a.m in the morning from my gp and they are saying oh um this is the receptionist guys Mm. Uh, so she says um, so first they're like oh yeah we've got an, we can have give you an appointment tomorrow for the vaccine tomorrow um, back here um, like here um, so my GP is still is still located in Wolverhampton because that is my permanent address mm-hmm. the end that is my permanent address so um, and I haven't registered for a GP in London okay so they say that oh we can give you we can get you the vaccine um you know tomorrow, and I was just like, oh well, that doesn't work for me. One, mm. I'm at work. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, I'm in London. Anyway, so um, so I was just like, oh, I, I won't be able to make that. Um, and I was like, oh, I was wondering if I'd be able to book in London. And she was like, oh, how long are you in London for? I was just like, look, I'm just in London. So I I wasn't answering her questions I was yeah. like that. I'm in London, Mind and Krishna. so she's just like. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, well, now that you've said you're in London, uh, yeah, so you should just register for a GP in London and then talk to them. And it's like, hold on, no, no, no. But mm. I was just like, okay. And then she just goes on to say, yeah, so you'll get a letter in the post saying um, with your 30-day notice on the surgery. I was like, hold on, hold on. I was like, no, actually, I haven't asked you to do that. Thank you. And and then she's there saying, yeah, well, now you told me that you're in London. I'm like, so? Like, my permanent mm-hmm. address is in Wolverhampton. Um, she keeps going back and forth with me, this gatekeeper of a receptionist, constantly so back rude. and forth, back and forth. <laughs> and, like, yeah, she's being politely rude. You know how these Karens love to be rude? Passive, yeah. And, yeah, pa- this is a passive aggressive rudeness. This is what she was doing to me. And I was doing it, I was giving it her back. I was <laughs> doing it back. Um, anyway, <laughs> so she's telling me about how oh yeah, well, we've given you your notice and um, yeah, so you should just, um, so yeah, so unfortunately we're going to give you your notice. And I'm just like, well, I haven't asked you to do that. Thank you. Can you please uh, just not do that? Just inject and then she's like, me. well, no, you've already, you've already told me that you're in London now. And I was like, yes, well, my permanent address is in Wolverhampton. We keep going back and forth like this. Anyway, then I go to say, um, then I go to say, well, okay, well, I'll get a letter and it's okay. I'll just decline it. when the letter comes about the 30 days notice now she goes on to say oh no i'm not sending you a letter i was like sorry uh, you need to send me a letter because i need written confirmation she goes you don't need written confirmation because all our calls are recorded (laughs) Uh, sorry am i am i getting a recording of this call (laughs) no so so send me my fucking letter like what are you talking about bullshit anyway and like, this is the thing. See how these Karens make up information mm. on the spot. Yeah. They actually, they are not qualified to make these decisions either. they How like, and the thing is as well, so I spoke to my mum after this, like my mum's annoyed about it, um, but I'm just like, look, whatever. But like, what it is for me is that there's these receptionists sitting in their mm. jobs or high and mighty, and they're doing this <laughs> to vulnerable people. And because mm-hmm. the thing is like, my mum even said they tried to do this to my granddad. And my mum had to go fight it. And it's like my granddad who is diabetic and they're trying to make him leave the surgery just because he went to Dominica for six months. Like, I'm sorry, he's still coming back to his home address in the UK. And they're trying to deregister him from the surgery. Mm. And it's just like, he wasn't even in Dominica for a year. He was there for six months. Like, it, it it is ridiculous. And it's like, I'm sorry. The way... and. What it is, for me, it's like, okay. look, I just went inquiring to see if I could get the COVID vaccine a bit earlier. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just a question. And these people are going on like I am causing them, one, I'm causing them trouble and... And two like I've made some kind of Insignificant Thing in their day You know Mm. Like I've really Spoiled their day With my inquiry Just asking I literally just Wanted to ask a question If you guys turned around To me and said No fine No fine I'll wait You know You know what I mean It's not urgent And the thing is is like for me It's actually not urgent, but there are people who are vulnerable, and there are people where this is urgent. And if this is how they're treating people, they want to turn around and tell and be like, "Oh, sorry, look, you're doing my head in, so get out of our GP surgery." And you're a (laughs) receptionist. They do it a lot.
1: They they do it. They They try and make you feel guilty for calling up and being concerned about your health like even if you're even if yeah. I I tried to book a blood test a few weeks ago and the woman just kept asking me so what is the blood test for and I was like um hon I'm vegan I just want to see if, if I'm healthy do you know what I mean I'm getting all my vitamins and then she was like but what what do you actually want them to look and I thought I want you to do a blood test look at my blood and tell me what the my blood is, looks like I'm not a fucking doctor you know, the, to know the different blood things this is the thing <laughs> this is the thing yeah because okay for me like and my mum Um, and my
0: mum with her background in biomed my mum would be able to tell you every single vitamin (laughs) that they should be testing for and looking for and she will question these doctors but the thing is is that the way that these doctors and receptionists withhold information from people most people because most people are not medical professionals, do not know what vitamins <laughs> they need to be requiring to see what's in their blood and
1: to see what they're deficient yeah. in. Just okay? all of them. A, B, C, D, E, these- F, G, H, I, whatever else. Do I need to do the alphabet? There like- you go. <laughs> A, B, C, D, H, I. Like, this is
0: what I mean. Like, how, are we meant to, how are we meant to know? So I'm just like... And the thing is, is that these receptionists sit there as gatekeepers trying mm. to make their customers... And like, I'm sorry, we are customers. They are, cause they are the customer-facing role. And they are trying to make people feel insign- insignificant and feel mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, and definitely. it's just like, you know what? The bullies that love to get these jobs. And it's like, it's the same with, um, I'm not even going to lie to you. And like, look, yes, our NHS, you know, we, we love you guys. Our NHS, you know, very helpful, blah, blah, blah. But the amount of bullies who decide <laughs> to become nurses. In it, from school. I'm sorry. Mad. Like, I'm sorry. There's people who go into these positions of care who are who decide that they want to be nurses, decide that they want to be carers, decide mid-wives. that they want to be the receptionist yeah. for midwives, decide that they want to be the receptionist for these places. I'm sorry. Like you bullies who go there and look at people look at sick people like they're causing an insignificance to your day mm. when this is your job you chose this profession mm. you chose this profession and you clearly hate people and you clearly <laughs> hate old people you clearly hate sick people and for some reason it just gives you that little bit of you know pride and pleasure to what for you to gatekeep people's Sickness and when mm. they can, and if they can get treatment, you like to you like to be able to look into people's eyes and see their suffering. You love it. You love yeah. to be to know that you're the one who who stood in the way of someone getting their life-saving medication and and could cause someone to die. You love it. Yeah. You love it. You love having those lives, those lives on your hands. And I'm sorry, like they, I'm sorry, they they just like they like the thrill of it. I feel like mm. they're they're quite like. No, I was going to say something really wild, but like... Say it, say it. I, f- I feel like they're very close to... Um, I feel like they're, they're just very close to murderers. <laughs> like, I know this is very wild, but people well, I, who I decide that they want to look into sick people's eyes yeah. and cause them problems with even trying to get to their medication when they're mm. clearly sick. I'm sorry. And like when that person dies and it's because they couldn't get access to medication mm. that five minutes quicker because you wanted to be causing them distress in that time. Yeah. I'm sorry you you helped kill that person. Yeah. You helped kill that person and you it's don't true. care. You love it. You love it and I'm sorry there's there's just one story My sister has severe anaphylaxis. Yeah, so that's allergic reactions, severe Mm. allergic reactions, yeah? And there's this one story of a time when my sister was having an allergic reaction and my mum thought, okay, let's just go to the walk, let's drive to the walking centre because it's Mm -hmm. closest. Let's drive there. There's... there's hella doctors in the walking centre. Yeah, yeah. walking centres aren't walking. By the way, guys, you have to book an appointment to try and get into a walking centre. Just to let you know, um, in the UK, that's how backwards the um, the NHS is. How backwards it is. Mm. Anyway, so my sister is in anaphylactic shock, um, uh, and this woman this receptionist yeah like my mom comes in with my sister having a reaction the receptionist comes over what are you doing don't be you can't be in here you know you need to have an appointment you need to have an appointment <gasps> my mum's like look my daughter is in anaphylactic shock she is like she mm. she needs attention now like can any doctor see her you need an appointment you need an appointment okay so now like So my mum's like Can you call 999 You need an appointment I'm not Blah 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 All this rubbish Yeah Okay So my mum has called An ambulance now Okay the ambulance comes Like they've given My mum's I think my mum's given My sister her EpiPen Um, She only has one The paramedics come yeah Ambulance comes Hmm. this woman is waving around the ambulance saying that they can't come in through the front door she's
1: awful to to the the paramedics you can die from that
0: so the the paramedics yeah the paramedics were like does she not does she not know the situation and they're like no she knows does she not know that you can die well they should but they no, not but, she, but the thing is she had the information that my sister was in anaphylactic shock and yeah, she could exactly. die this woman wanted to see my sister die that day and that's it that's the end of it and mm. this is why i say this there's gatekeepers who are who actually have um while they are not in full duty of care like they are gatekeeping the care that people can get and it's mm. a problem. Yeah. and I'm sorry you bullies you evil people who decide that you want to work in these jobs so you can see suffering in people's eyes Mm-mm. Mm. I don't know about you hell is waiting for you that's yeah, it yeah, like, and, and that's it I'm sorry Like, and that's it and I'm tired of it like for me like this situation I know I've been ranting on about it like the only thing that makes me angry about this situation of like me being kicked out of my gp surgery the only thing that makes me angry is that they're doing this to more vulnerable people than i than i am Mm. like well i could argue back politely argue back with that woman on the phone like other people there's other people who won't be able to do that Mm -hmm. and aren't in the position to do that there's people who are really sick and who like and this is how this is how these people want to treat want Mm. to treat vulnerable people and i think it's disgusting and, and just, that's it that's just all I've got to say about it you receptionists that really want to like be gatekeepers of people's health know what go to kalechi and get some straws and suck him <laughs> on that's it just, <laughs> that's it look I'm not I'm not authority on handing out straws I'm not so you need to go line up yeah that's it like don't (laughs) worry you'll get your turn to get your straws I know that there's a a long line and Boris Johnson's at the front but (laughs) just go line up (laughs) go line up um yeah but that's just kind of what I wanted to rant about on that um I finished that rant
1: that but was yeah. a necessary rant because I know it's not just you and it's not just me. People, there's been like threads on exactly. Twitter and people talking about this. How yeah. GP receptionists are just generally little bitches. Like they're Disgusting. not nice. They give you a dirty yeah. look when the you, you walk up to them. It's like I'm all kidding because yeah, I have an appointment. What I mean. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. It's like and even if you like you're lucky enough to have an appointment, they still hate you for having one. Yeah. You know, like, like sit down. I, I love that. Um I love. Literally, I love that electronic signing at my yeah, GP, same. so I don't have to even go up to that window. Yeah, you know, like, yeah.
1: No, they're sick of us. Is- they had to use this electronic stuff. They're just bored of us. They don't want to talk to us anymore. <laughs>
0: they just yeah. But, sit but it's there. Like, I'm sorry, this is your friggin job. You no, know what you can you could have gone and got a job in a stock room. Yeah, literally.
1: you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: could have gone and got a job in the stock room. Why do you need to be customer facing? We don't we don't want to see your face
1: either. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I agree that was a good rant um, no and necessary yeah but
0: yeah on to um, yeah other things oh you wanted to talk about Nicki Minaj's album being out innit um
1: yeah well yeah Nicki Minaj's was out you enjoyed it We need to just
0: pay respect to Nicki Minaj. We do know that she is one of the goats. Um, I haven't listened to the album. (laughs) I don't know if I will.
1: It's everything everything I needed, like, on a Friday. I saw it, and obviously it was quite shocking. There was rumours that her album was, like, dropping soon, or she was going to drop some music soon. But, yeah,
0: yeah, she
1: dropped a whole... It was basically a mixtape of things from the past and also, like, remixes and a few new songs um, with, like other artists so it it, it's really good and it's just it's just the vibes we wanted because Nikki even said she she said I'm not into like this whole like let's make music for TikTok viral video she said this is for fans this is for me like just reconnecting with music again I thought yes like we love authenticity like we we don't need Mm. these constant songs that we've we know you've only made it so that you can like create a tiktok trend create a dance you're even creating dances to your own songs on tiktok it's just it's getting well cringy now and i get it you're gonna earn a lot of money like if your song goes viral but yeah it's just like what are you doing this for like do you enjoy making music or are you just trying to Mm -hmm. you're just trying to like get clout all the time just
0: being justin bieber just singing the chorus (laughs) on your own song
1: (laughs) oh i'm sick of him (laughs) um but yeah, yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. I just, I enjoyed it. She's got a lot of collabs with Gucci Mane and they, they're they just, mm-hmm. they give me so much energy. I need, I need to like oh. give it a proper listen again. I listened to the whole thing through the other day, but I just mm-hmm. need to, you know, embrace it a little bit more. But it's good. Everyone go and listen. Nicki okay. Minaj is the queen. I don't care what anyone else has to yeah. say. She is Oh, my queen. we know that she's the queen. When
0: when I feel like it was very rude of people really trying to be like Cardi B is better than Nicki Minaj. Like, Honestly, come on. This I like, Look, I've never been really like a Nicki Minaj stan or anything. I haven't gone mm. out, out of my way to listen to her music. But I, I can see talent, okay? Yeah. I can see someone who is a talented rapper and Cardi B who don't actually, who doesn't write, most of her own no. raps, like I'm no. sorry, like how can you, how could like I remember having this argument with people one time. People were like, no, but Cardi B, blah blah blah, and I was like, I'm singing all the words to the Cardi B song, but I'm like, come on, let's put some respect on Nicki Minaj's name. Like, yeah. Nicki yeah. is clearly the more talented rapper. Yeah, than, you know, than Cardi B, uh, and I'm sorry, I was just like, let's let's not let's not get it twisted here. Just because Cardi B brought out Bodak Yellow and everyone thinks it's a bop don't mean <laughs> that she's a better rapper yeah, than Nicki Minaj. Let's definitely. let's just
1: reign it in there. But yeah. um, and she carried yeah. like female rap on her shoulders for like 10 years while no one else or no one else as that, big was around that's true that's true because Nicki Minaj is actually kind of like in her
0: own kind of yeah. time frame yeah really. exactly and, yeah. and as well she, like and like like she's 10 years older than Cardi B I don't understand why Cardi B was having <laughs> beef with someone who was 10 years older than her like it's I just know. it's silly but that just shows that like obviously Cardi B was young and that's just her being a small, small girl. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And
1: like, when Nicki, when Nicki Minaj is a big woman, like, she is. can you not? And even um, with Cardi's, like, appearance, you can see, like, I would, I don't want to say that she's copying Nicki, but like, she wears... Very, very similar wigs. She's got her body made into mm-hmm. a very similar aesthetic as Nikki. Mm-hmm. She wears outfits that are very similar. I know a lot of these female rappers mm-hmm. do, but it's just the like sometimes but I see who the surgery was first? that she's had on her face and it's like yeah. sometimes you look like Nikki. Like I'm really confused, especially when she's doing the Instagram filters and stuff. I think, oh my god, like you look mm-hmm. very much like Nikki. But Exactly. They can both like we know that little Kim was there first,
0: but you mm-hmm. know you, you know, still we're talking about if we've let's think of the time frames again you know like yeah yeah but yeah I just um, yeah yeah but anyway so Mm -hmm. um I just wanted to mention as well about um you know what it was really good the other day on Eads when people decided to protest when they saw an immigration van taking trying to take people away that was such a lovely video when he's he
1: the van. Mm-hmm.
0: it's it 's actually beautiful and it 's just discussing that the police that the immigration wanted to come and hassle people when people are celebrating and like they mm-hmm. do this on purpose because i 'm sorry when it 's christmas we get our week so- we get our week off we get yeah. our bank holidays i'm sorry let people celebrate their festivals like, i'm sorry mm-hmm. let's let people celebrate and um, their their religious um their religious days. This is not fair. You can't be coming knowing that people are going to be around and coming with immigration Mm -hmm. to these people's doors. And like, yes, I think it's very mad that people were lying underneath the van and (laughs) that's why they had to be like, oh, it's a cause of safety concern. Mm. But, you know, that was the only thing to get them to leave them alone and to let them go. I'm sorry it was Eid. The immigration shouldn't have been there Mm-hmm. Looking for people, and um, yeah, we just wanted to just like say, know what like this is this is just the kind of thing that we we're happy to see we like yeah. we we like to see because this immigration office, they're just taking people, they're just kidnapping people for no mm-hmm. reason, just yeah. get out, we know you're you're wrong most of the time all of the time you're wrong just leave people alone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leave people alone
1: it's just cute as well to see true like allyship actually in action like not performative mm-hmm, stuff exactly. online like this was real and it was a huge mixed crowd there's a lot of white yeah. people and I just thought wow like mm-hmm. when everyone and comes the together and the white people would have been under the van let's, yeah. let's let's not get it let's get it real the
0: white people would have been under the van because yeah. that is the only time when they start shouting about safety <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah, white honestly. people are the
0: only ones who are that mad to know that nothing's gonna happen to them in that situation yeah. so <laughs> yeah anyway like mm-hmm. yeah so no you know what good on you Glasgow um, mm-hmm. and it was it was really nice it was a nice sight to see yeah um, yeah um, and we just want to do a quick mention like on Palestine and like free Palestine I I haven't actually Mm -hmm. done like enough research it's more of kind of what I've heard on the news that is going on um Mm -hmm. but like I don't know where like any size come to this if people are dying and being forced out of their homes for no Mm -hmm. good reason because people want to use religion as a way to cover up um like and use as an excuse for turf wars i that's not that's not right it's not correct Mm. and like like people people are dying and (sighs) children are dying and it's just Mm -hmm. it's it's awful it's awful to see and yeah like obviously we we stand with like palestine and people who are victims to um like such awful awful things yeah
1: it's just it's horrifying to know that like 50 children trigger warning, and obviously like passed away in within a day or a few days like imagine mm. ugh, imagine if that was england how would be over it's here awful. If, like we can't imagine 50- that it was
0: england no
1: that would never be that would never be england that would never
0: be the uk no, never wouldn't. like i'm sorry the uk england all these big countries they go fight their wars in different countries mm.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. and there's
0: a reason why they do that. There's a reason why they go and bring war to different countries. There's
1: a reason why they're selling armory to
0: mm. these
1: countries. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like the amount of money we we send to these countries so that they can, you know, have arms, weapons, etc., mm-hmm. and then use them violently to kill children. Like, I, I just think that's that's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yes. And like, I saw vi- videos on BBC News as well of like children in hospitals, and I thought. This, like, I never, ever, ever see videos of white children laying there, like, after a bomb exactly. has just knocked their house down and they're, like, full of, like... They love this trauma. Rubber. Yeah, like, I I saw it and I thought, they're, fucking hell. Like, it's Sunday evening. I was not expecting to see, like, children, like... Yeah. With, with bloody, like, broken noses and stuff on my TV. <laughs> like, literally, they... This is the thing as well with these media outlets. They love
0: showing tra- trauma of, you know... Of mm. countries that they think are less than them, where there's black and brown children, let's show their trauma, let's be yeah. like, Oh, feel sorry for those for those poor brown brown people, for those poor brown children. Mm. Oh my gosh, we should feel sympathy. Because, because apparently that's the only way we can feel any kind of sympathy towards yeah. towards people by mm. seeing that by seeing the trauma, by seeing by seeing the atrocity that is happening to them. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it's awful, and and as well this whole thing with, same as social media, like just mm. like my social media, I don't really see it on, I don't really see it that much, but like I've, I know the way that I've tailored my social media, mm. um, and it's like for people to be scrolling down and then seeing videos of of bombs and stuff like that that is not normal and the way we are just so desensitized to seeing this stuff on Mm -hmm. on countries on black and brown people that you know that are considered Mm. less than you know and for us to feel sympathy we need to see a bomb dropping on people just Mm. nah nah it's awful it's
1: it's just not these are real people
0: and real lives
1: yeah, and I feel like people over here. We all need to acknowledge that. I think since at least we were children, there's always been stuff happening in the Middle East like that. We're just unaware mm-hmm. of. We know that there's always wars happening there, and we've of just course. all become very desensitized to. And a, at least we we haven't been fed the information around what is actually mm-hmm. happening there. So I feel like it's exactly. definitely all of our duty to like get educated and learn. But then people also need to acknowledge that we can't all do it within like a week. We're mm-hmm. Like I have no yeah. idea this this issue has been taking place for over a hundred years like i I can't catch up within a week and get everything right and i I know it's an urgent matter like this needs to stop urgently, but we're also us civilians we're not the ones with the power to stop it like the protesters exactly. they are they are having an impact because like the a hundred thousand wasn't it in in London at the weekend. Mm. I think if if oh, okay. you definitely know what you're That's fighting good. for, then then keep going for it. But for me, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I understand that like children shouldn't be dying, and I understand that um, Palestine should not like they they should Palestinian should be able to get healthcare. Their schools shouldn't be bombed. I understand that they're they're the yeah. ones that're like, suffering right now, and we need to be supporting mm-hmm. them. But yeah, it's going to take a while for us to like catch up and do all the necessary the, and research. The thing is.
0: There's only there's only so much we can do. Like there's only mm. so many infographics we can share. Um, I just feel like it's, um, so like obviously we've spoken what we can speak on. We can only talk on the facts of what's happening mm. and we can only do the bits that we physically can do. The thing is though, is that when people want to start shouting about how, oh black people black women you guys you guys aren't talking about Mm. palestine you guys aren't talking about this issue but when it was black lives matter you guys were all shouting that everyone should be talking about it blah 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 and it's just like hold on hold on we need like Mm. like first and foremost people like we can only talk about on issues that we can only talk on issues that we've researched first yeah First, mm. let people catch up. Two, obviously, this is an c- issue close to other people than others. You know, like mm. with Black Lives Matter, as black people, yes, we're going to be shouting about that because it's very close to mm-hmm. us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's not to say that this is any less than, it's not. However, like people who want to shout to black women saying, why aren't you talking on these issues? Why, like, actually, why don't you close your mouth and you talk about your Mm. issues? You raise your awareness. People are doing what they can do. And I'm sorry, so many black people, and like a lot of black women are trying to talk about it, are trying to do their research, are trying to support any way that they can you know and I just think it's very it's just very rude for people to go and just try and put the onus all on black women when Mm -hmm. actually like maybe we're doing our research maybe we're trying to catch up maybe this isn't something that we are like we should be talking about because we might not be educated enough to talk about it Mm
1: -hmm. you know what I mean So
0: like, and why don't you guys step up and talk about it do you know what I yeah, mean? And yeah. that's that's like, and we're doing what we can do. We can only talk about things so far, and mm. I think that people need to stop trying to stop coming for black people. I'm gonna say stop coming for like mainly black women because it's all mm. it's mainly black women who always get the brunt of these things. Yeah, um, and stop coming for them saying how well you're not talking on this enough. Blah blah blah. Actually, like, why are you now the gatekeeper of this?
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. why do we have to talk about everything exactly and if sharing
0: an infographic is all that can is all that i can really do Mm. and like i'm trying to help spread awareness then that's that's all i can do because i'm sorry everyone was sharing infographics when black lives matter everyone was just posting their black square and nothing else so (laughs) you know like Mm. what would you prefer just being performative where we don't care or actually just trying to use whatever platform we have to talk on what we can talk on and do Mm. what we can do like just and that is it. I just that's all I want to say on that. I just think it's just tiring that people want to just always put the blame and onus and be like, Well, Black Lives Matter, actually, why don't you stop wasting your energy?
1: Yeah, and talk about so what boring. you need to talk about. Because, like, really, black women, when you look at like the social hierarchy, we're at the freaking bottom. Everyone says black women mm. are most unprotected people on the planet. Exactly. I can't imagine what black P- Palestinians are going through right now. So like exactly. it, it just annoys me when people say people try and push stuff onto us like we're the mules and we're the ones that that are responsible for doing all types of activism. And it's like you all know we're at the bottom. So what do you expect us to do? Put your energy into pushing the people at the top. You know who's at the top. Mm-hmm. And black women are not at the yeah. top. So leave us alone. Exactly. Like let us let us rest, let us research, let us do what we can do and target the people and, at the top with the power up yeah and actually don't be coming
0: to people who are actually using their platform and doing doing the little bits that they can don't come criticising them yeah. when they've actually gone and said something and mm. now you've got a problem with them saying something or you've got a problem with them not saying something and you, you want to criticise both ways even if they've done something so you know what just shut up yeah. and crawl back in your hole yeah like, that's it um, mm-hmm. but yeah like obviously free free Palestine and like anything like it's horrific what is going there and like obviously our mm. prayers and thoughts are with with everyone like it's just it's just a horrible it's just it's just a horrible thing that's going on yeah. at the moment and we do like yeah we just yeah free Palestine I just it's just not it's just not mm-hmm. right yeah, so cool. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I think that is everything with our like little updates this mm-hmm. week that we wanted to talk on. Um, so yeah, um, okay, Diana sent me something really interesting. Um, as always, the, yeah, she, she sent me something really interesting the <laughs> other day about the government, uh, talks of the government starting to introduce calories to menus so like mm-hmm. when you're looking at a menu for whatever meal it is it will it will have kind of like an indication of how many calories that meal would be. Yeah. Mad <laughs> which yeah no I this is this is the worst idea I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I've
1: ever heard. I feel like
0: especially because <laughs> yeah it's it's the worst thing that I've I've heard because I just like in in a world where people are just always like we're so obsessed with this mm. thing called weights. We're so obsessed yeah. with, you know, all health like healthy eating. We need to eat healthier. Look, like, the thing is like mm. if we're eating out, maybe that is most likely our cheat day. Yeah, if people are Definitely. eating out, that's most likely their cheat day. Why mm. are you now introducing calorie counting to restaurants, to menus? Like it's just gonna make people just like people People are, will either not want to go out anymore. People mm-hmm. won't. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have a whole pandemic and this is what the government are looking at.
1: Honestly.
0: What is this? Like, again, policing.
1: Policing yeah. Wait, Again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've said that um the government is renewing the drive to tackle obesity and improve the nation's health. Large businesses oh, will be required to display calorie information on menus and food labels from April 2022. Rules will help make uh, help the public make healthier choices when eating out. <laughs> stupid stupid it's not going to make me make no healthy
0: choice because like the thing is no. like okay there's a general pop there's part of the population who don't really understand what this calorie thing is, like mm-hmm. like I understand what it is, but I ignore it. I don't count calories, I don't look at how many calories are in whatever, blah blah blah, I don't look at what oh what exercise I do to burn off whatever calories Same. i I don't do it. I've never done it um okay, but there's a lot of people who do a lot of young people do a lot of people who are suffering who do mm. and just bringing this into just a pl- just into an environment where like people are going out to have fun just to have a nice meal and mm. now you want to ruin it with a number by each menu for people to be thinking mm, maybe I shouldn't have that like I mean people who don't want to eat a lot of calories when they're out tend to just order salads anyway yeah, so exactly. why are you trying to why do you need to be putting the calories on there yeah I just, I think it's, I think it's stupid. Me too. I I don't think, I don't think it's going to be helpful. Like, I understand mm-hmm. with like the units that they, you know, they have to advertise the units in mm-hmm. alcohol and stuff. But like, that's never helped anyone. Like people don't, people aren't checking the units unless they're driving, you know. No. Um You know what I mean? So like, this calorie thing to menus going out is not going to solve an obesity crisis. It's just going to start fat shaming and I feel like Definitely. it's more it's gonna affect people who are suffering from anorexia and body mm. dysmorphia more so than it is gonna help people with obesity
1: yeah same. <laughs> like like I've spoke to people that have like eating disorders and they've even said that this specifically is going to make them not want to go out after lockdown because they were looking forward to it. They wanted to try new food, new restaurants Mm -hmm. and actually step out of their comfort zone. But since this news has come Mm -hmm. out, they've just said, no, like I can't eat in a restaurant because I just, I can't look at the calories because I just can't do it. And that's how some people with eating disorders are. Like (laughs) Literally. And that actually... I'm not even surprised by that. Cause mm. I'm just
0: thinking of like, just, I don't, it's just this, cause there's already an obsession on people counting calories anyway. Yeah. And bringing yeah. it into an environment, which is meant to be fun and relaxing mm. to now we need to be thinking about, Oh, the calories in this meal. Oh, I can't have that. Like, Oh, this meal looks really tasty. I would like to have that. However, I need to have this because of the calorie count. Mm so like it's just it's just another way to just take away enjoyment Definitely. you know and the thing is, is like people count calories enough on the the foods that they buy like shopping wise mm-hmm. we don't need yeah. to be counting calories when we're going out to a restaurant like yeah. it's true just, like,
1: I... it's making people terrified to go out and eat and like it It's just not fair. And like, I just read up that Mm -hmm. there's 125 million people in the UK with eating disorders. So this ultimately excludes most people from, uh, most of those people from wanting to go out. That's a lot of people's friends and family. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's awful. And I can't imagine that this scheme and schemes like this in the past have actually helped decrease obesity. Because the way I see it is we've we've all got McDonald's five minute drive from our house. Like, the issue is how cheap. No one this food okay. is and how expensive another thing as healthy well. food is ano-
0: exactly and another thing as well whenever when has anyone picked up a mcdonald's menu no one looks at a mcdonald's <laughs> menu to be looking for the calories on there so yeah. like this is not gonna be this isn't helpful for like fast food restaurants this is targeting mm. people who want to go out have a good time and mm-hmm. actually like you know relax like this is not gonna help this is not, this isn't going to help the economy that you guys really need help with, you know, eat out yeah. to help out, all that bullshit that you did last year. <laughs> like, this ain't, ain't going to be helping. You no, know, eat out to help out. People will no. be staying in their houses, you know, like, oh, I just. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah I just don't I agree just, with calorie count in any way. Like, no. I feel like we yeah, It's got- unhealthy. Yeah, like we've all got different bodies and you should feed your body how your body wants to be fed. Like if something makes you feel mm-hmm. healthy and it makes your body move better, then eat that. Like I obviously, like to an extent, don't eat like cheeseburgers every day. But um, I feel like with, when it comes to the fact that women are supposed to have this much food a day, men are supposed to have this much food a day, this many calories. I don't think that even makes sense to me because no. we're all built differently. We're all different heights. Yeah. Like, it, it yeah. just doesn't make any sense at all, like
0: I'm sorry, I've got friends who eat a lot more than I do, mm. and like clearly, their metabolism is just high, like 'cause yeah. like cle- like they're some of the skinniest, like slimmest people like mm. they're, they're really s- slim small frames all of that and like they'll have like two plates of food and I can only eat like one mm. <laughs> and like literally and I'm sorry yeah. like the way I'm built and compared to how they're built like I'm I'm sorry just the whole counter calorie things like it just doesn't work that don't mean that I'm moving less than them like I like I do mm. different things they do different things like Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm quite an active person, but my body is just built differently. And, like, I just don't believe in calorie counting because I feel like once, for me personally, once I start getting into that mode of, oh, how many steps have I done every day? How many calories have I burnt? Oh, this is how many calories that I think I've eaten. Like, all I'm going to see in the mirror is a blob. Like,
1: Me too. That's all I'm gonna see exactly all the time. The all
0: I'm gonna see is, oh, um, I'm not. I don't look nice. That's all I'm gonna mm. see because, on my mind, I'm thinking, I haven't moved enough. I haven't burnt this many calories. I haven't done this many steps. I haven't done this. And in a time when we have had to stay at home, that's not healthy <laughs> because we've had to stay at home. No, there's not, not much. We've, there's not much that we've been able to do, and I just I I. Just let us enjoy. You want us to go out. Let us enjoy.
1: Definitely, I just I can't with this government. I I literally think that this like I potentially have tendencies where if I see it on the menu, I see that it's going to say two hundred and fifty calories in this meal, two thousand five hundred, whatever. I'm going to think, oh my god, like I can't. I can't actually eat yeah. when I would have enjoyed it before. Yeah. And I may have felt a bit sick after if I ate something that had so many calories in. I would have enjoyed it. Like I'm out to yeah. eat with friends because I want to enjoy my time. But I, I'm scared is, that if I have those tendencies that I could end up yeah. developing an eating disorder by looking yeah. at the calories all the time. And do you know how mad that is, you saying that? Mm.
0: Like the thing is that you're vegan. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of the things aren't going to have... Loads and loads of calories, obviously, depending on how processed or how healthy they are. Do you know what Mm. I mean? And that is just, do you know, and do you know how mad that is? Like, they're shaming all of us, yeah, everyone. It's everyone, and I just think it's not a good idea. I don't know who works for this government and where they get these ideas from. And why mm. are they just so fat phobic that, that all the time they want to be policing or fat people are going out for meals too much? Sorry, what? <laughs> and I just like, yeah, what? Like the thing is though, they fat shame so much that I'm sorry. I feel there's a lot of fat people who have anxiety to go eating out do you know what I mean it's True. because yeah, of yeah. the fat shaming so I'm sorry mm. I don't know who these calories are for because it's not to control obesity it's not when no, these no. like I just I'm just always like how often have I like you know with going out when I when I've been going out recently I've I've been to like brunch like once a couple mm. of times and it's like I have not seen many quote unquote obese people eating out so like what i don't know what these statistics are and who this calorie on menus is actually for because it's not for obese people it's just it's bullshit it's It's just like it's like i just feel like the government just Mm -hmm. instead of actually having proper ideas of what they can do like the whole like certain topics always come around and it's always obesity is always one of them and b-a-m-e is always one of them that comes around (laughs) and things that they can do things that people haven't asked for things that Mm. they can do to tackle obesity and all the time now it's yeah how can we get the fat people to stop eating oh i know let's shame (laughs) them and put calories on menus.
1: What? How does that cor- correlate? Because this is for everyone. So, it's so bad. And it's like, they never actually talk to the people that they're trying to target these campaigns at and mm-hmm. like get ideas exactly. from them. Or at least they talk to no. them and they don't listen. They, they say, oh, we've they're, spoke they're to them. They're not talking to anyone.
0: They're just, no. they're just, literally, they're just coming up with random policies off the top of their heads. It's like, because it is random. And yeah. it just... They just come up with random stuff off the top and of their head. Is, That's is it.
1: obesity that much of a problem for our country right now? Like, Is it one of them yeah. concerning things that in, is ruining our country enough for you to create a, a whole nationwide campaign? We're in a pandemic and the UK has one of the highest
0: death rates. Is, is obesity really our problem right now? <laughs> I think so too. You know, we've like... Like mental health. How <laughs> mental health. Therapy. How could they have not let over I don't even know what it is now I'm not even gonna check
1: mm.
0: letting all these people die from covid like how they can actually give the support the nhs and give the nhs money because I'm sorry the nhs is not a fucking charity and we should not have to be raising money for the friggin' nhs because we pay our taxes so like you mm. know like all of these things could come into question and what they could be focusing on instead of adding calories to friggin menus like it's,
1: yeah that's all I've got to say
0: about this government just
1: yeah <laughs> K-M-T. I'm bored of stuff like this. i'll try and f- <laughs> I'll it's try boring. and find a petition or something that I can share like a government position um to try and ban this um because i just i hate it I hate it here yeah
0: you li- literally anyway, like um okay, this is gonna be a terrible segue, but like kind of speaking of kind of calorie counting to body image um we wanted to get back on the subject of last week we started to talk about kind of jesse from little mix um and more kind of like on how i don't know like she so i actually okay so i started watching documentary mm. this was kind of coming off rachel dozel um and like obviously and kind of people on social media who are kind of black fishing and are kind of Mm. cultural appropriating and Jesse comes up a lot as someone who like okay are you trying to be racially ambiguous all the time Mm. big curly hair is your look now you know you need to have you know the big hips big bum Mm. thigh thing that is kind of your thing and the you know like burnt orange skin and (laughs) i'm joking i'm joking (laughs) you know all the fake
1: tan Um, it's like brown paint
0: (laughs) (laughs) that with that the golden the golden glow like Hmm. mixed in um yeah and so we just wanted to talk about kind of this thing because just like Okay, so Jessica from Little Mix, she had a documentary where she spoke about how, oh yeah, she was the ugly one. She was the fat one, blah, 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 boo-hoo. And um, it was like, okay I remember watching it and it's like okay it is sad that obviously she got all of this hate blah 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 and the Mm. bullying and stuff and I think the documentary was very good for kind of young people who Mm. like are feeling that way who are feeling like unloved and feel like Mm. oh that they're the odd one out kind of thing however the only thing that just didn't sit right with me is it's like she's very much someone to kind of Oh, just like hear about my woes, hear about mm. how sad my life is. When, like in Little Mix, there was a whole black girl there, and mm. like there, there would have been a lot of hate coming <laughs> towards her, directed at her too. And it's like, why didn't you guys kind of try and bundle, bounce off each other? And mm. and then we saw, I saw like she had an interview with who was it? Was it Greg James?
1: I'm not sure I only saw a clip I didn't see who Yeah it was I saw with. a clip
0: I, f- I feel like it looked like Greg James But don't <laughs> quote me on that
1: um, <laughs> But yeah
0: And then like He had asked the question To Jesse Just about Oh um, Leanne has had Quite a lot of You know Racial abuse And mm. stuff like that Like did you guys ever talk about it And stuff like that And Jesse's reaction Was kind of like oh yeah yeah i know that she got a bit but we never really spoke but but like you know obviously with what i was going through and it kind of was like deflecting Mm. and kind of Mm. diminishing what what um what leanne kind of went through and just bringing it back to herself and it's just kind of coming back to like no remember i'm the one talking and it's my story and i was Mm. the one who was bullied because i'm the ugly one and it's just that kind of thing and you no, know what I feel like I get Chloe Kardashian vibes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Those are like kind of similar Chloe
1: Kardashian vibes, isn't it? Yeah, I know what you mean. do You get me? Yeah. yeah,
0: and I don't know. It just makes me. I just it just makes me uncomfortable because I just feel like like that's not. This is like it's you're not. not nice. you're, is your friend like you you're exactly you were in a girl group girl band with this girl for 10 years and it's like yeah mm. there's ups and downs and stuff like that but it's like how can you diminish what someone's mm. going through like racism. I understand like exactly like yeah your self image obviously to yourself is a really big thing however mm. obviously I'm biased because
1: I'm black but racism mm. I feel is a bit
0: bigger <laughs> I do.
1: I, racism is so different because, like, she can't... Leanne can't rub off her skin colour. Like, Jessie can change her whole appearance, but... Yeah, Leanne Jessie can can't not change rub her off her skin, skin colour. colour.
0: But, you know, Leanne can't. <laughs> sorry, I'm being rude. It's true. I'm being rude. I'm sorry. It's true.
1: It's fine. Um, but, yeah, sorry, I, I don't though. think... I'd be pissed off if that was my friend, and like I'd opened yeah. up to them or told them about like this. This is really impacting me. Leanne was crying mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, for her to bite back with, well, I also was struggling, and I also, you know, like yeah. I got picked on, and it's like, yeah, you it was got very picked dismissive. on for something very different. Yeah, like they, she didn't have to compare them and put them. Like I think the the question didn't ask for her to compare them the question was did you support each other did you talk to each other about Mm -hmm. it and Mm -hmm. she just kind of she just it was
0: and it was more like kind of directed at oh yeah so did you guys help each other out in that you know you just wanted to see the bond like not even Mm -hmm. kind of solely just focusing on jesse helping leanne but like oh did leanne try and help you too kind of thing and Mm. it just the way she kind of dismissed it was like Oh yeah, we we spoke we spoke about it a little bit, but you know, and and it was dismissive. Yeah. I just I feel like it was dismissive. I
1: feel Stuff like that it concerns me because I think her um, new boyfriend black, and I just think if you're to mm. have a baby with him and your child is, uh, will you actually understand the gravity of what your child is going to go through? No, like it's just. <coughs> Yeah, it's just a shame. <laughs> no, I just didn't like that answer from her at all. <laughs> yeah, I I just felt like it's
0: dismissive. Even with kind of the times mm. when she's been on, been in the media, it's been a bit like, mm. okay, I understand this is about you, but it's it's very much like, oh, everyone feels sorry for me, and that's that's like the angle that she goes for. Everyone be sorry yeah. for me. Yeah,
1: she but you're the one documentary. who's a going
0: yeah but why would she do that that would take attention from her she didn't even like leanne's name being mentioned (laughs) (laughs) like this is what i mean and i just feel like it's very much when when jesse's the one who's about to go having a solo career and all this stuff like Mm. it's like i'm sorry for someone who is apparently the ugly one of the group you're getting a lot of opportunities jesse do you know what i mean like mm. they they don't just give these opportunities to anyone because like they choose who they want to give it to and mm. they haven't chosen the blonde girl which no. you know that's that's a bit of a shock usually that's <laughs> who they choose they haven't gone and chosen the skinny blonde girl but you're the one who's getting who's getting the deals mm. because you're going for this racially ambiguous look you've got you know the the slim thick look at the moment you're you're trying that I just I don't that. know the whole thing <laughs> yeah just the whole thing is confusing to me um, but yeah guys next week we're going to talk on Leanne's documentary because I haven't watched it and obviously like Leanne has got backlash kind of from when mm-hmm. it was announced that she was doing this documentary I don't think it's a bad thing that she's doing it at the end of the day she's still a black woman in the music mm. industry and she has been in the mm. like one of the biggest girl groups in the UK like Little Mix have been going for 10 mm-hmm. years so remember guys the Spice Girls were only together for three so like you need to understand were they? yeah <gasps> three? three and
1: two or three that
0: much? two or three like I'm sure no the Spice way. Girls were together like 94, 95 to 97 they broke up in 97
1: that's mad Like I'm that was just it. When I was born I was born in 97 Yeah So I didn't really know I knew the songs uh, Years active know, Okay Okay again. I'm
0: lying I'm lying Years active 94 oh. to 2000 <laughs> So five years still. Little Mix still wins But, but I think I yeah. think Jerry Or was it Emma One of them One of them left In 97 Like Yeah one of them did The yeah. ginger one I think I think it was Jerry, yeah, because she didn't like that they were doing an R and B vibe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's anti-black, isn't she? The one that says um, she said that Margaret Thatcher is like the ultimate feminist. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> no idea, no idea. And she wore the Union Jack. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we know you. what
1: you're about, Ginger Spice.
0: But yeah, the Spice Girls like yeah the the kind of yeah so jerry halliwell halliwell left in 97 because the 97 to 98 Mm. um they had like spice world and and jerry halliwell jerry halliwell
1: departed departure so like this is what i mean she did her in Men song do you remember that Yeah, it was awful (laughs) it was awful i thought hers was the original (laughs) You were young. You were young. We will let you off. I was a baby. We will let you off. Uh,
0: I don't know who sang the original though, but we will let you off for that. (laughs) But yeah. um, So like, come on. Biggest girl group. Yeah. Like, let's Mm. be real. 10 years going. Yeah. And like i feel like leanne does have credibility to do a documentary Mm. on racism in the music industry and i know that she was getting backlash because from what people heard is that she is just adding on about colorism on the end and Mm. people are like well why is it that it's always light-skinned women who are getting these documentaries and getting about colorism and stuff like which I do I do agree with but let's not take mm. away and I do agree with that because it's kind of like colorism can't just be an add-on as well like no, for five minutes can. at the end like I't well Deanna's watched the documentary I haven't watched it um, mm. but we will talk about it more next week but yeah
1: yes it's
0: good I'm excited yeah about it. but um I don't think it's like I don't think we I've yeah, all I'm trying to say is that I feel like Leanne does have credibility to talk on it. Um, mm. But then we do like, you know, from her experience, there, w- there would have been experiences for her being black in the music industry. Um, but I just don't, I need to watch it. But I'm I'm sure like
1: there'll yeah, yeah. be things. Her experiences are interesting. Like you see there's clips from the past mm-hmm. where you can see she's a bit triggered. Mm-hmm. And she's a bit, like, confused about something that's just happened, mm-hmm. but she can't um, articulate yeah. it. And she talks about that a lot of the time. She, like, it's her journey mm-hmm. of learning about racism yeah. because she doesn't really know the words to things. See, and this is, a, this is the thing. I feel like this is another thing we've kind of,
0: with a lot of light skin black women and a lot of mixed race Mm. women is that it's like they're always discovering racism very late.
1: Yeah. And it's it's the same thing with Leona
0: Lewis, (laughs) when Leona Lewis wanted to talk about her experience, her experience of racism in a shop. But and it was like mm. my dad. This woman just thought we were stealing because my dad is a big black man. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, you at that big age because her dad had to go and get her CD from the car to show the woman.
1: You and she was famous. you at your big yeah. age.
0: That was the that was the only experience. That was the first experience of racism that you've had. Yeah. All right, all right, love. Like okay. And it's just this. It's-, it's it's always this thing. Like like I'm gonna watch it and we'll probably talk on this more mm. in depth next week but i feel like it's always this thing of it's a revelation to even be like
1: people yeah, can be
0: racist yeah. and people are racist towards me <laughs> but me just being and colorism, what's that? And colorism yeah. oh my gosh dark skinned black women have it worse what mm, yeah But
1: why? But why? Why is this? Educate me. (laughs) (laughs) I do find it crazy, though, some of these um, celebrities that haven't experienced racism at all because I think, or at least they they haven't noticed things. Because I remember when I was, like, bloody six years old, Mm. I remember things, maybe it's because just growing up where I've grown up, it's been a bit different to... Leanne and Leona Lewis because they both grew up in London in multicultural areas but there's a lot of us based across the country that I don't think they grew up in Le- Leona Lewis is from London I think she I is, think she she's is. Just she is. Just quite posh yeah I think she's from Hackney is she? yeah mm. if I've got that right have I got that right?
0: I'm trying to see sorry
1: <laughs> i'm good with these fun facts i'll try to cut this
0: out
1: yeah <laughs> lewis from blackpool she's not from london oh <laughs> i knew she was kind of uh, weird then i don't know what blackpool's like uh no way is she from blackpool it's a, it's she doesn't blackpool. sound like it she
0: sounds she don't sound like she's from she's london got... come from hold on oh no she's from islington you're right. Oh, isn't Yeah, in, in London. So she's from London. Why well, did it say Blackpool? Maybe she was in Blackpool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
1: But yeah. yeah. I find it very weird when when they haven't. It's like a lot of us have. And so how have you missed? No, You're lucky it's just that, that it, you got to live through. But that, your- I feel like that just shows kind of. It, it.
0: One, it shows. I feel like that shows kind of like how they were brought up rather than what their experiences mm. are because when people are brought up to be like to pretend like racism don't exist mm. their experiences are going to be different do you know what I mean like that's not to say that I was brought up to be like oh everything's racist no I wasn't but I was always reminded mm. remember that you're 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 a you're a black girl you're a little black girl like that was always a mm. thing like remember that you're a black girl and that was always mm. a thing. It was always a reminder. It was always like you need to make sure you're behaving because remember you're a black girl. And, and that was it for mm, me. That's interesting. And um, yeah. And I feel like I never got that. Did you not? Yeah. Like that. That no. was kind of how I was brought up, and like that's how. It's funny because my mom, my mom always like when she spoke about things and spoke about her life, she mm. always refers to herself. I'm a little black girl. That's how she always refers herself to you. <laughs> And it's funny, just like being a little black girl, because like my mom's, she's she's small, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. and um, that's always what how she referred herself, and mm. yeah, it was like I, it wasn't racism wasn't thrown in my face to be like, oh, everything's racist, because like me and my sister, we grew up not really kind of deep in stuff like that, but then mm. it is just that whole reminder, remember you're you're black, like just. You need mm. to think about, okay, think about things like remember you're black, don't be don't be doing whatever because remember you are black they'll they will take you
1: away, like that was the thing like they will take oh you away, God.
0: like if you need to be careful, so it was that kind of thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, mine was like I was discovering things at school. Like people would say mm-hmm. things, or like I realised my hair was different. Like I, I, it was all me discovering it for myself. Mm-hmm. But I discovered it all very, very young because people were just rude. Like I went to school with some scabby kids that would say <laughs> stuff like racist things without even yeah. thinking, and I just knew it straight away. Like when it was directly at me and no one and else. That comes. That comes like, to oh, their parents. What does though? that mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So that comes from their parents. Definitely. Like.
0: Um, my, no, no one in my school yeah, it's just, could be saying that Because I'm sorry yeah. m- My mum is a big person you know Like I'm sorry <laughs> My mum is more qualified than all of them <laughs> And mm. she and she was a governor at the school Like everything No one could say anything oh. And like I was quick I knew if something wasn't right And I'd be quick time telling the teacher And like the head teacher used to shout at people Like she'd be like no don't be Like really? yeah the head teacher oh was God. always on my side I actually I remember my head teacher and i actually feel like i remember Mm. there was a time i went back to the school for whatever reason i was near the school and the head teacher saw me and she asked me oh she goes are you still doing design do you still want to do be
1: a fashion designer and that was from
0: when i was a baby i was like i wanted to say i want to do fashion design
1: you had an impression yeah and it was just like well and it it was just
0: funny because it's like yeah i'm doing i am doing design like that is what i'm doing and um but yeah, oh, big up you, Mrs. Williams. Like, but yeah, <laughs> but um,
1: that's so cute. Yeah, it's funny. I wish I complained. I wish I had teachers like that because I don't think a lot of the time I didn't even tell my parents because I was just like, I can't even put this into words mm. and I don't know what you to didn't say know how to articulate. I don't. It. I don't know where to begin. Yeah, because it's like I know I feel different, but I don't know how. Yeah, like what am I supposed to say to my parents? And then I did that one time, and my mum went up to school and she screamed. But that was one time out of like. Mm so many that I don't even know like I don't even know I just didn't then that's school. the thing like school wasn't my thing do you feel
0: like obviously this obviously isn't like your parents probably didn't know but do you feel like that mm. was a bit of an overlook on your parents for not kind of saying to you look if you feel like people mm. are treating you differently or you feel like they're saying something and you, you're you not sure what it means and you don't think it's right kind of for just kind of like saying that to you so you could understand that so you would feel more comfortable to say to your parents yeah. oh this was said at school and I didn't like it do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah I think they just didn't say anything because they wanted me to enjoy my childhood and be a child then, and not have to think about it. But then who's to things? say that you're not
0: you can't enjoy your childhood but knowing like so say the thing is okay yeah. so say I know we're going off topic, but to save like you're, you're (laughs) growing up. Yeah. And children, obviously you discovered all of that by yourself. Yeah. Mm. Children are perceptive and children can see things and see when something's not right. And it affects you. Like you internalize it Mm. instead because you're not sure what it means, but all the other kids seem to understand what it means. And then you're not sure how to even Mm. articulate that to your parents. Then in the end, you don't say anything like you mm. obviously it's kind of like okay I feel like a lot of people kind of think that children don't notice things and think oh let's just not say anything mm. and then that way they can enjoy their childhood however you grew up internalising it not not understanding what mm. it was but just growing up thinking you were ugly because that's what people told you do you know what I mean mm. like just yeah. as one of yeah. the examples and mm. whereas like if Safe, there was just a, a small conversation where it's just like, no what Deanna, people are treating you a little bit differently or they're saying something that you're not sure about, you you tell us and talk to us, you know? So you could feel comfortable to yeah. even talk about it and then when something doesn't seem right, because you've said it to your parents and they are justifying that no, that's not right, then mm. you could grow up in the sense of, okay, yeah, I was right not to I was right to feel that way, and now now I can be yeah, go to yeah. those kids and be like, no, you can't say that. You know, know as kids
1: will do, you can't bully me or yeah. this rubbish. Um, yeah, and kind of thing. That would have been helpful, definitely, because um, like I would have felt, felt less isolated. Yeah. At least I have people to speak to about these things. Because the only people I really had was my brother, and there was like another mixed kid in my mm-hmm. year group, but then that was kind of it. So in, in like primary school, it would have been nice to at least have some kind of like ammunition that yeah. I can like fire back with. But yeah, because they didn't address it with me and because I didn't start the conversation with mm-hmm. them, it just, it never happened. And I st- when when I talk to them about it now, they're like, "You like, we wish you could have told us because then we would have done something about yeah. it. But, it's like, but you didn't know how to say... I was, I was young. And yeah, how, how exactly. are you, as <laughs> six,
0: meant to know, oh, like, all you know is mm. if someone's been nasty to you, tell the teacher. But when someone's commenting mm. on your hair, you don't really know if that's nasty do you know what i mean it's like stuff like that if someone's commenting on your skin color you don't really know if it's nasty because there was one time actually so there was only one time that i remember when i was in like reception Mm. and like i remember being in a line we're in a line and Mm. i remember the boy who it was (laughs) i remember (laughs) this guy like got out like Yeah, from, went to same primary school and same secondary school. I know, I remember the boy who it was. Initials JM, haha. Mm. Anyway, um, (laughs) he was, he was saying to me, it's like, oh, but your skin is brown. It's like poo, blah, blah, blah. You're black, blah, blah, blah. And then shouting there and saying all this stuff, haha, you're black. And I was like, sorry i was mm. like no but like my skin is nice my skin is brown stop saying that i'm black like and like he was like being nasty he was mm. trying to say black in a nasty way
1: yeah, I t- yeah.
0: so basically this is why i'm, sh- I'm shouting out mrs williams because i went mrs williams yeah. is there. the head this is the head teacher and i went and told mrs <laughs> williams and the way she lined up those kids and like as well i told my mom <laughs> i told my mom and um when i went home i told my mom about it my mom she don't mess. She was down mm. at that school. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have even known that that's oh. what she went to go talk about. She was down at that school. Mm. Mrs. Williams lined us all up and was shouting, shouting at the boys. We like, I don't want to hear anything, anything about people's <laughs> skin colors. And like proper, like proper shouting. I was like, a, this is when I was like five years old as a baby. And, but I just remember that. And that was the one time I kind of remember yeah. it. But because the teacher came, shouted at them one time you didn't hear Pim from Mm. anyone any other time didn't hear Pim. And Mm. it's just like, the thing is that people need to be called up on it one time and then they won't like, they won't do it again. If you don't know, That Mm -hmm. comments on your hair Or comments on your skin colour Is bad Like because for that Was this like He was commenting on my skin colour And I didn't like it I didn't know the reason Why I didn't like it But I didn't like it And I just And I Mm. told my mum about it And then obviously Something was done And Um Mm you know and it's just like if you didn't know to actually go and address that with your parents for the for mm. teachers be told like no we're not having this you know for then those kids yeah. to be told we're not having this don't be don't be talking about no one's hair don't be talking about no one's skin mm. don't be talking about you know none of this like as kids we don't even realize that that's bad
1: <laughs> you know yeah it's true but, um yeah yeah I remember the only time I ever bit back with someone is when they call me a chocolate button <laughs> and then I called them milky barky <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only time no, I
0: remember saying good. something actually but, I told him um, yeah so my <laughs> friend actually came to me saying about how his nephew his nephew was really upset and how oh yeah um, some kid in his class called him um, <laughs> called him a black nugget <laughs> <laughs> these things are just awful. Yeah, these names. And he was really upset. And I And he was just like, "Oh, what should I tell him?" Blah, blah blah. And I said, "Tell him to to not be taking no insults from the Milky Bar kid." That's what I said. <laughs>
1: that one I was works. No, like, nah, that that one like works if, really well. if you want to be throwing
0: insults, fine. We will throw insults. Like you know, play, playful insults, obviously playful insults. But nah, yeah. like ridiculous but um Mm. (laughs) that (laughs) it's so silly um we fully came off topic we're not really we're on topic yeah but um that was interesting anyway yeah yeah okay something else we want to talk about sorry we're just gonna we're gonna do this so we're not ranting for too too long anyway guys (laughs) so i
1: don't know if you have any think saved for this
0: any screenshots or whatever
1: yeah i do i think the conversation basically around what do you bring to the table that it started on social media a few maybe last week or the week before because of that therapy session you know oh, um the, trend central yeah. the back chat old casting yeah. where they're doing the couples therapy the um, fake couples the man, therapy the, yeah, like they—they they were both. I one of the couples. They were basically like, "What do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table?" <laughs> <laughs> and um, people started the conversation. Can we so, burn like, this table, please? Um, people. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm tired honestly, of this conversation look.
1: Let's just let's just burn the yeah, table. Burn the table.
0: Get rid of the table. Like, can there be no figurative table? Because I'm tired of this. It's boring. This conversation is stupid. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's a waste of time. And, like, mm. ugh, just, okay, let's just go over the arguments because we had Alonnie tweeting yeah, had a few. about, mm. like, and people there was another girl who said oh stop asking stop stop asking girls that you've literally chosen what they bring to the table because you've gone and chosen these types (laughs) of girls and it's like it's it's very true like I'm sorry these men who decide that they want to go for the, the baddest of bitches. Yeah. they want The baddest yeah. of bitches who, yeah, they are asking for Birkin bags. They are asking for you to pay for, to get their nails done every week. Blah, blah, blah. They are because yeah. there's men who will do that for them. You've gone and chosen the baddest mm-hmm. of bitches and now you want to be asking what do you bring to the table? I'm sorry. I'm the baddest of bees. I'm the baddest of bees. This is what I bring to the table. You know what I bring to the table. You already know. This is why you chose me. You chose me because you wanted people Mm -hmm. being jealous of you because I'm with you. So you better be buying me. You better be getting my nails done. You wanted a trophy. You better be getting my hair. (laughs) You better be paying for my makeup. You better be buying my Birkin bags. Mm. You better be buying me Chanel. You better be buying me YSL. You know, all of this. So
1: like... (laughs) Like what do you mean? It's yeah. so oh, I'm just tired of the stupid question. If you didn't want that don't go for girls like that. Exactly. Then. Like go for other types of girls because the good thing about this planet is that there are billions of people for you to choose exactly. from. So if someone isn't bringing something to your table, leave them. Yeah, like, but and they don't like, they don't don't like the conversation th- no, the is, anyway. I think
0: these men don't even like yeah. them. So
1: this, they don't They don't like
0: those <laughs> other girls who have who have a personality and who have, you know,
1: careers to, to the table. They don't like them. Yeah. They want yeah. the baddest of bees. And it's just like... But imagine, right, being on a date with someone and they ask you, what do you bring to I the can't table? Then? I'd just be like, fuck off. Like, are you joking? We're like, on a I'm date. Leaving the table. We're meant to be conversing. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving this table. Yeah. If you ask me that question, I'm leaving this I table. I don't like this no table. No, thank you.
0: Like, I'm leaving. This table smells. Look. Yeah. I'm yeah. Out of yeah. I'm leaving the table. Nah, with my food as well. Make sure you pay for it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> and service charge. <laughs> Yeah, actually, mm. it's just I never, cheeky, I never
1: pay for service charge. Can you choose to not pay? No, for it's it? optional. I never knew yeah. that. I'm, I've, I've paid for it for my whole fucking life. Oh. I might yeah, stop I now. I just now ask then.
0: people to take it off. Oh, can you take it off, please? <laughs>
1: I didn't like the service. No, it's, it's
0: not like I didn't like it, but just can you take it off? It's optional. I don't need to pay it.
1: <laughs> just take yeah. it off. I, I didn't even know yeah. that. That's that's something i'm gonna yeah, take, you don't need to take it off. Um, like, obviously
0: you know when i'm grown and have money okay maybe i'll pay for it but yeah you know, i'm british right now <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't part with my money <laughs>
1: but anyway okay so
0: i don't know do you have any other tweets
1: from anyone <laughs> i am not prepared um, to well there was I haven't got them up, but ZZ and Aloni had a conversation around um So Z Z is being a PS they both disagree with each normal.
0: other.
1: Um, <laughs> sorry. Look. ZZ just wasn't bringing any any decent no, like okay. information the thing is, to the table. With to the table. <laughs> with um Okay, with Z Z Mills,
0: yeah. I think Mm. it's really good what she's doing and how she's using her platform and how she's gained her platform and, you know, people Mm. are interested in her conversations that she wants to have. However, I just feel like ZZ is just, I feel like she's just a bit of a pick me and like, but just not in the sense Mm. of, oh, like, oh, I want to, I'm doing everything for my man, kind of pick me. But more in the sense of, but more in the sense of, oh, like, she's always siding with men. More in that sense, like. It's like every week And it's like, oh, I'm one of the boys. (laughs) And like, she's always siding with Mm. men. And like, all of her things is always like the opposite of what the majority of, Women on Twitter are saying, "Do you know what I mean, and it's always the opposite It's always on the yeah, side of men, yeah. and it's like, okay, look, I understand kind of having a balanced view, mm-hmm. which is fine, but then sometimes it's just like like it seems like you hate m- women as much yeah. as the men that follow you as well
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's true. I find it interesting as well that like black women are like free. Three out of four black mothers are the breadwinners of their mm. families. So, like, why is it that everyone's like trying to spread this message to black yeah. women? Like, what do you bring to the table then? Especially other exactly. black women. Like, Zizi's audience is black people, and now she's slagging off women. Yeah. So, like, it, it's directly towards black yeah. women. I'm sorry. Well, we're we not allowed to ask what people bring to the table when we, like, we've, we've, we've been, been raising your children to all this table. time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And
0: that's so true. And I just, it's. Uh, I'm just tired of this conversation at the table because the thing is, yeah, I feel like when you're dating someone, you get to know people, like their personalities Mm. and stuff. I feel like this conversation at the table don't really need to be there because the thing is, is that once you get to know someone, you kind of know like what kind of job they have. You kind of know their core values. Mm. You kind of understand like what they're like in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. This, I Mm. feel like the bringing up, Bringing up this table is very demeaning because it's like, yeah. oh, well, what it's do you organic. have to to bring to my quality yeah. of life? What do you have to make my quality of life better? Definitely. And it's like, hold on, hold mm. on. Like, shouldn't we both be like... Adding. Add- exactly, yeah. adding. Shouldn't we both be adding? You know, and this is, this is the mm. thing. Like, and okay, so Sideman obviously like sideman came and said he was just like okay this is the only time i'm supporting mm. you simps but about like the men this is the only time i'm supporting because he's like yeah i want to know what the woman brings to the table but you know what i want to do i want to bun the table i feel like this table is irrelevant <laughs> and it's stupid i'm tired of this whole talk of what do you bring for the table i don't think like and i feel like it is um like diana you mentioned before like it's kind mm. of like it's more
1: this table is just materialistic and that's yeah. where it stops. It's, it's not actually... It's it's not about... You, you don't ask these questions when you're trying to build a relationship mm-hmm. with someone. Like, we all have our different definitions and ideas of what we want. And we need to stop all trying to push our own, like, things through social yeah. media around, oh, this is what I want in a relationship. So everyone else needs to want yeah. the women. You all need to be doing this. Ladies, ladies, it, stop it. it. Like that. We're all different. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's so cringy. And the thing is, OK, so Alani's kind of point was... Mm. men stop asking women what do they bring to the table because it's like getting to a point where it's like demeaning women and I agree with that because it's like yeah, definitely. now definitely and it gets to a point like women already and women have already been justifying why and begging you men to give us chances justifying for why stop you being need bummy. to be you know why you should be with us why you should only be with us and now this whole idea of women what are you bringing to the table you're more demeaning women again when when women are already trying to impress Mm -hmm. men so now you're getting us to jump through hoops to tell you what's so amazing about us and why you (laughs) should be with us when you chose to go out with us you chose to go yes, out with me. It's so true. it's kind of like, what do you mean? What do I bring to the table? I'm sorry, do you not like me as a person? What, so now so now I need <laughs> to be jumping through hoops. We've been dating for months. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. So now I need to jump through hoops and be like, oh, like, yeah. oh, look, this is what I bring to the table. Oh my gosh, look at my career. I bring this to the table to, to impress you, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, what are you doing to impress us? Like, where is my Chanel bag? Yeah. This is what I mean and this is why like this is <laughs> This is why this is a so ridiculous this conversation and this is why yeah. I say
1: bun the frigging table <laughs> Just bun it. I agree a hundred percent. I just get rid of the table people on the internet. I don't know why everyone thinks they're relationship gurus gurus. There are people that are specialists in this mm-hmm. subject that yeah, we can listen to, but like Everyone chiming in. I get social media, everyone's allowed an opinion, but it just gets boring when the same topic is being brought up over and over again. And it's kind of similar with this higher class, high value man, woman, whatever. (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's it's so corny because when, like, a lot of people's definition of high class actually links to, like, social classes Mm -hmm. and um, material things. And it's just, it's like, why are we using this language when we know black people are struggling economically yeah. across the globe? And it's like, what actually defines higher class mm. and high value? Is it designer bags? Is it good wigs? Is it like, I go to these bougie restaurants? Because it just looks like we're trying to match up to like white people. Mm. It's, it's just like, I don't understand. I don't understand why high value and higher class only means a certain... Thing it doesn't, and it's a more. It's like, like a, why can't we all have our definitions? Yeah, it's more like a
0: popularity contest as well.
1: Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. And, it's like, and a social media yeah, thing. Yeah, and who's
0: got the most brands, and who's this, and yeah, you know, like I just, I don't know. I feel like no. What the thing is though, dating now is all about showing off for social media, and like that's what it mm. is. This whole talk of this stupid table is another thing of oh what what do you bring to the table for me to show off for social media so the thing is is that like a man asking you know a woman who he's gone hmm. and chosen probably of the baddest of bees And now he's chosen, you know, because, you know, she got everything Mm. she got. She got the hair. She got the lips. She got the bum. She got, you know, she got the the slim tick. Mm. She got the, you know, all of that. Yeah. And then now you want to be like, oh, what do you bring to the table? It's demeaning when, hold on, hold on. The only girls Mm -hmm. that you are looking at are those girls kinds of girls you're not looking for girls who Mm. are working on their careers you're not looking for girls who are funding their own lifestyles because you like the idea of funding someone's lifestyle you like the idea of having that kind of control over women and Mm. now that women Mm -hmm. are reclaiming that with music like through Meg Thee Stallion Cardi B Nicki Minaj now that like women Mm. are reclaiming that being like yeah Buy me a Birkin, yeah. Buy me my house, <laughs> buy me my car, I see, I see, sweetie, all of this, you know. Um <laughs> buy me all my stuff, men don't like it. Because mm. now women are, are take are no, taking their own control over it and putting their own meaning. And I just I feel like this social media era of all of this, like, oh, I'm a bad B um you know, I'm the best in beds, so buy me my Chanel bag. I feel like this era of that is... Yeah. <laughs> it's just really, like, it's just very unrealistic because not everyone wants a mm. Chanel bag. mm it'd be nice though. maybe but not everyone (laughs) not everyone is all about these brands not everyone is about buy me Mm. this buy me that some some girls like buying themselves stuff a lot of women are buying themselves stuff so when you see women with their prada and their gucci and all of that and you're thinking oh who bought them that no 10 times out of 10 they bought it they bought it themselves and it's just like it's just it's just like you just you guys just think that women aren't paying for anything and that's hurting your egos Mm. so that's why now you want to be saying what do you bring to the table to demean women (laughs) and that's it because it's hurting your egos I find it so disrespectful because men want to because men want to because other men out there want to spend their money on women now you want to demean Mm. other like the rest of the women like thinking like why yeah, should I have true. to do this why should I spend my money on you and it's just like hold on you asked me out here you physically you chose me because I'm sorry while well, you men are all like shoot your shot yeah we like it no you don't you guys like having the control and picking who you want to go out with so now you've gone out with them know what mm-hmm. the courtesy you can have is pay for my food buy me a drink pay for Pay for Mm. this date because I'm sorry, like I've come and dressed up and, you know, got myself Mm. looking presentable when I could have been in my pajamas in bed. I've got myself looking presentable. I put on my heels, you know, and all of this Mm. to meet you. The least you can do is Mm. pay for this date because I'm sorry, like I didn't have to use my makeup on you. I did not have to leave my house for you. I did not have to go looking nice for you. And already, like, I feel like, I'm sorry, we're still in this society where like, women still don't even get that much of a choice of their partners because like men can turn around and be no and Mm -hmm. say no, just like that. And it's like we, and it's come to a point where women kind of have to like, wait and see who, like we'll choose them and that's why and this is why I'm Mm. just an advocate for dating apps obviously because it's just like you know what at least some women can have a bit of control of swiping and choosing who they want to go out with and even just responding to who they want to go out with you know Mm. rather than it's just like okay, this person is going to approach me and hopefully it will kick off. And, you know, well, I can't approach them because men don't really like it or I don't mm-hmm. know, or like that fear of rejection kind of thing. And I know obviously men are like, yeah, well, men get rejected all the time. It's like, yeah, good. Look, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe your approach was wrong. Just go just go sort yourself mm-hmm. out. Maybe your breath stinks. Maybe you have something in your teeth. Look, just go, just go sort yourself <laughs> out then. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry that you got rejected. Yeah, but yeah. like the thing is that, the way you guys go on you this society hasn't made Mm. it easy for women to choose who they want to be with because with women are still the ones who have to get dressed up be looking all nice and all of this to attract men you know whereas every Mm. other species of animal on the earth it's men that are looking all flamboyant (laughs) not the female species yeah sorry not men it's That's males true, in all other species <laughs> that are looking all flamboyant, not the females. So, like, it's only yeah. in humanity that we're backwards because you guys decided that we're lower. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I agree because I think if someone doesn't want to pay for dates with me, then I don't really. Yeah, like at I least bring your no wallet to the table, like, guys. I've sift someone out. Yeah. yeah, like I don't. I don't really. I'm not interested anymore. Like because I. I can do things for myself I'd want to be with someone who's adding mm-hmm. to my life and I feel like that would be adding to my life yeah. like, and have if, be if, if you want to be with me you'll prove that you want mm-hmm. to be with me in different ways so like I don't I don't I don't know I don't see it as a big deal like asking people to you know pay well not asking people but expecting people men mm-hmm. who you know gender pay gap should be earning more money than you anyway Um, expecting them to pay yeah. more like I, or, I, I don't know I just and because of the way I've been brought up my dad's paid the bills my mum they both work but my mum obviously had time off when she was looking after me and my brother and my mm-hmm. sister when we were kids and now she's back in a career again it's like that's just how I've seen yeah. things so that's kind of I want that to reflect in my future mm-hmm. as well um potentially like maybe i'll pay bills but <laughs> i do think it's sad my dad has to pay all those bills um but um yeah like just prove if, if you want to be with someone and i think with guys as well it's kind of interesting because um men go for women that they're attracted exactly. to and that their boys will like co-sign and be like this oh, is the like thing most as of the well, time anyway that's they're not that picky a lot of the time.
0: Thing. But the thing is, like, men aren't that picky about where they put their dick, but they're very picky about who they want on their arm.
1: I think eventually, though, I don't think they will be when their options no. are running no, dry. D- men's
0: options never run dry. And this is why it's so easy for them to be like... Oh no, I'm not ready to date you because mm. their options don't run dry. It don't matter if they're the shortest of men, whatever. And you women are you mm. women are out there all all shaming short men. But look at you, all of you, all of you have all of you have been with the short <laughs> men too. Like let's let's be real because <laughs> these short men they they do not have shortage of women you know like I openly would be like mm. yeah I date short men but I'm sorry you lot who are all shaming short men I don't believe you like because they don't have a short they don't have a shortage of women they don't they don't mm. and
1: this thing there's and if you think it's kind of sad there's more women on there's more women. Gorgeous. like women are gorgeous yeah there's more women
0: on this earth than men yeah. so like this is what I mean men don't have a shortage of women they don't mm.
1: Mm. Like women, you can easily go to a club and see like five girls that are stunning. Exactly. Like, like thirty girls that are beautiful. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or like at least that they're, they're they're pretty. And with men, it's like oh, they're a mess. <laughs> Literally, exactly. They don't care. <laughs> they're sexually harassing women. There you go. <laughs> it's like it's and not it's cute. still about
0: what do you bring to the table. Like, excuse me. I'm sorry. Did you not? You <laughs> approach me. You approach me, like, get to know me. Don't be asking me about no figurative table. Just get to know me. And you'll you'll have an idea. Like, I I feel like this table just needs to be... uh, This table needs to go. And this is on both perspectives, men and women. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, just get to know people and you'll understand, like, if you actually want to be with them. I feel like right now... Mm everyone's focus on social media is money and drip and it's not actually about building relationships and it's not actually about building a real relationship and that's whether Mm. in a real relationship how are you guys going to survive together how are you guys going to build how are you guys going to build your finances together not about Mm -hmm. oh will you buy me a birkin like (laughs) just no like this isn't (laughs) that's not relationship that is just stunting that is stunting on Instagram let's actually build real relationships because I'm sorry I'm seeing when I see like real couples you know like you know like Nicole Crystal and her Mm. her boyfriend and like their their story is so beautiful and when you see like you know Mm. um uh uh From two twos Rose and um twiggy like their relationship is so beautiful mm. to watch, and then Nana mm. and her girlfriend their like their relationships are beautiful. Do you know what I mean? And you hear their mm. stories of how they met and it's just like, oh my gosh. Like, they're building yeah. together. They're not building for drip, you know? And <laughs> this is mm-hmm. this is what I mean. Like, you guys, are, everyone is yeah. too focused on what you're going to buy me. What are you bringing? Or, like, you know what? Mm-hmm. And, like, again, this whole thing with the reason why, like, I agree with Alani with the whole thing of don't be shout out alani we love her we love alani but um mm. about why i agree with alani with why we shouldn't have to be proving to men what we bring to the table is because mm. like men are really trying to just i think i've already said this i think i'm repeating myself i thought i had another point but it's just this whole thing of just men again just trying to overshadow women and shame women Shame women for even... It's like humbling women, definitely. humbling women for even wanting more from a man or thinking that they Mm. deserve a man to bring to for more. When it's like, I'm sorry, in this culture of baby daddies, nah, like, (laughs) yeah, women should be going to men and being like, (laughs) you know what, I want to know that you're going to provide for your children and I want to know that you actually want to be in your children's life kind of thing. And I think that's fair in this culture of like i know that obviously it's not it's not everyone and i know that it's like there's a lot of men who are there for their kids and stuff but Mm. it's in in this culture and it's like actually i actually want to build with someone and be with someone and raise a family with someone or just like or just make sure that you're actually going to be a suitable father to your child Mm -hmm. You know what like this is yeah, why women have yeah. to ask all these questions because they're the ones who have to go through the body changes mm-hmm. they're the ones who just because they're the ones that are birthing these children apparently that means that they're the main <laughs> that they're the main owners <laughs> sorry not owners but they're the main <laughs> they're the main caregiver. caregivers to these kids just because they're carried and birthed them you know and it's just like yeah all of that just gets put on them and all of a sudden they've got this child that they have to bring up for the next 30 mm. years i say 30 because yeah this life is hard <laughs> <laughs> and like so yeah this I'm sorry yeah. this is why it works one way as in like for women to be for women to for women to be justified to ask about what men to bring to the table mm-hmm. but it just doesn't completely work the other way because why are you always trying to humble women.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. Like cuz what I said earlier that 3 out of 4 mothers, black mothers are breadwinners. We we are allowed to ask for our equal. We are allowed mm-hmm. to, you know, want more. Mm-hmm. The other way around. Like why why is the conversation not around black men why what what is going on? Yeah. Do you know. What I mean? Like I, I don't understand why they're targeting us all the time. Like, why do you hate her? You, you don't deserve it. Like you don't deserve you don't deserve to ask for. Literally, more. okay. Like, we understand that you hate sorry. us. Know what? Take
0: your misogyny somewhere else then. Like, because you ain't you ain't treating your white women like that. So just leave us alone. Mm. But in it, I just literally. Cry. Anyway, so yeah, that's us. Bun the table. That is it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you injecting this week? <laughs> Let's just get on to inject it. <laughs>
1: uh. Mine is, um, right, I've got two. So don't rush, trust the process and be patient. Mm-hmm. And my second one is, um, as we're coming out of lockdown, now might be a good time to start setting new boundaries. So Ooh, that's like a good one. Having, Yeah, new boundaries in place, a new budget, maybe mm-hmm. new priorities, um, just organizing a little bit more because, yeah, like people are gonna be asking uh, if you're if you've got a lot of friends and family, they're gonna be asking after you to see you, and it's gonna be hard. To, well, for me at least, trying to balance everything and working out. Oh, like this is when I'm free. This is when, like, I feel safe to go mm-hmm. out. Like, the weather's crap, so I don't really want to be traveling in the rain. If you don't want to travel in the rain or go out in the rain, then don't yeah. go. Like, don't feel like oh, I need to go out and see. If-. You don't. You actually mm-hmm. don't. Like, look after yourself. Put yourself first. Yeah,
0: that's a good one.
1: And that's me. My injector this week, this
0: (laughs) is off the top of my head again. Sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, mine is just like, guys, your life is here to be enjoyed. So stop feeling like pressure and anxiety when you're spending money. I feel like it's hard because obviously now Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we're back outside. We can now go dining inside and we want to see people we want to meet people and we're now making plans to meet people and trying Mm. to make plans for holidays and you keep worrying about oh my gosh money 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 but know what look the money will come back your time to enjoy yourself will not like look at our 2020 Mm. look how look how this covid this pandemic look what it's done like get in your plans not spend your money enjoy your life enjoy your loved ones because know what like Our life Mm. is here to be enjoyed. You've been working so hard. We've been working all year. You guys have just been at work. You guys have just been grinding all this time. Just enjoy. Put some time for enjoyment because Mm -hmm. now, like I think COVID has shown us like this time is fleeting for enjoyment. Like let's enjoy. Please, just please enjoy. Please don't worry. Please just do what you need to do and don't, worry like the money will come back the money will come back you know let's inject it and that's let's inject it the money coming Mm. back to us it will it will and at least we'll have those memories we'll feel better for having to having enjoyed ourselves and had fun Mm. because we're allowed to have fun um yeah yeah, that is that's my. i need
1: that reminder every week because i feel guilty about spending money like (laughs) coming out of lockdown i'm like oh my god this brunch is gonna cost me how much but it's like sorry you've been locked in doors (laughs) when when (laughs) was the the last year and a half you you had you know Um, yeah because i think for me because i've been
0: having that anxiety but i think and i think for me it's because like like i've been on furlough this whole time so it's not like i've been getting that much money Mm. but i've saved it i've managed yeah, to save yeah. it for this past year and a half and it's like you no know mm. i need to enjoy it and i need to congratulate myself for actually having mm. made it that far of saving it you know of yeah, saving what i could definitely. and you know what we need to life is for enjoyment guys life is life is for enjoyment let's just <laughs> yeah um yes. yeah that's that's it for us this week we hope you enjoyed this episode um mm-hmm. you can find us at inject it underscore pod on instagram twitter tiktok and the one episode we have on youtube like we will <laughs> i know i keep saying this every week but like i'll let you know when there's another episode on youtube i think i'm just gonna stop but i'll let you know when yeah. there's another episode but um <laughs> yeah one day that will be another one <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> i am alexandra at a l x n d r underscore n i c on instagram
1: i am at d e a n n n a b o a k e on instagram and yeah that is it for us we hope you enjoyed it and yeah peace